Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 154 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to be talking about investing and specifically starting small when you're investing. I know that investing is something that is intimidating to many of us. I know it is a topic that a lot of people don't know about, but it is vital to your ability to live your long-term financial dreams. You need to be investing. You have to be investing in some way, shape, or form to be financially successful in the long term. And so I want to show you how you can begin that process, even if you don't feel like you have money to invest, even if you don't feel like you know enough to invest. Uh, we'll talk about how you can start that process and really get money working for you in the right direction. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and review the podcast on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. And that's really good supplementary materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to create a financial plan that is specific to you and your family situation and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. Now look, I talk about investing a lot on this show. I talk about different investing strategies you can use. I talk about accounts that you can invest in. I talk about all these different things. And to some of you, it may just be white noise. It may just be something that goes in one ear and out the other because you've never invested before and you don't know how you're supposed to get started investing. You don't know what you don't know about investing. And that is a big issue, right? It's an issue that more people are not better educated, but it is not your fault uh, that you don't know as much about investing. It is just uh, the nature of one, our education system, uh, and two, society at large, which is not investing for their future, uh, but you need to be. It is vital that we invest for our futures because corporate pension plans, like I've told you guys before, are going away in spades. We are not gonna get paid to retire, right, by our company. We're not gonna get paid to retire. And the idea of social security is looking less and less promising as the days wear on. And so I want to make sure that we can actually have money to retire on, that we can actually have money uh, sitting aside, no matter how much it is, right? I, of course, I would like you to you know, build enough wealth to live comfortably and live the retirement dreams that you've always wanted to live. But if nothing else, I want you to be able to sustain your level of living standard in retirement uh, and be able to have enough money in order to um, you know, supplement whatever, whatever other income you have bringing in, whether you're working a side hustle, whether you are getting Social Security, anything like that. I want you to be able to get to a point uh, where you can sustain yourself with the money that you have built up into retirement accounts, into investment accounts, and things of the like. And so I want to specifically inform you, how do we start small, right? How do we start when we don't make a lot of money? How do we start uh, when we don't know much about investing or aren't extremely comfortable with the idea? How do we start uh, if we just don't want to invest that much and we don't trust the fact that our money will be there in the future? How do we start? And so that's all that I want to dedicate today's episode to. Uh, and hopefully you can get a better idea uh, of how to start small. And then once we start small, 
Of course, we don't want to stay small. We want to start small and build ourselves up to a, a different level of investing. We want to continue to uh, learn. We want to continue to grow our income. We want to continue to grow our comfortability with uh, the markets in which we invest and the things in which we invest and be able to invest more over time and really build up assets for ourselves. But if we know one thing, we know that time is our best friend or our worst enemy. And what I mean by that is based on compound interest, and I talked a lot about compound interest in yesterday's uh, episode, compound interest is uh, more effective the longer it has to compound. The longer your money has to compound, the more effective compound interest is in growing your money. And so the earlier that you can start investing, the earlier that you can invest in things that are going to go up in value over time, uh, the more effective you're going to be in actually building long-term wealth. And so let's talk first about where we can find money in order to invest. Because I know a lot of you, you're like, hey, I'm, you know, kind of barely paying my bills. You know, I, I don't make a ton of money. I'm, you know, just doing my best to, to keep my head above water. How can I find money in order to invest? How can I find money uh, in order to do the things that I want to do over the long term? Because the difficulty is if you can't find money to invest now, uh, then you're not going to have any money to live on later on. And so we need to find that money. And I'll give you a, a couple of tips on how you can go about doing that. So first of all, I set up the financial action plan the way I did for a reason, right? I set up those first two steps of getting a monthly, a unique monthly budget done, right? And that unique monthly budget is going to tell you where your money is going. It's going to tell you where your money is coming from, how much money you're bringing in, and it's going to tell you where your money is going. And it will allow you to not only track your expenses, but forecast your expenses into the future and, and keep a good idea of how much money you're going to spend month over month. Well, that's extremely important to starting your investing process because if you do not do that, right, then you don't know whether you have money to invest or not. And especially if you're not tracking your spending at all, it is very unlikely that you're going to have money to invest in the future. And so uh, that is uh, you know, the first step that you need to do for any part of you know, your financial plan, no matter what financial plan you're trying to work. But specifically, my financial action plan, we have to be doing a budget because if not, we're not going to know if we have money to invest or not. And I'm going to guess if you're not budgeting or not tracking your spending, you don't know if you have money to invest or not, or you don't think that you do, or you don't think that you have as much as you actually do have or actually can have uh, in order to invest for your future. Then that second part is building that small starter emergency fund of one month's worth of expenses. Now, the reason that I put that there uh, is you know, many fold, but uh, what that's gonna allow you to have is a buffer, right? To where you're not just investing everything you have later on, right? We have some buffer between us and life to where if something does go wrong, we can dip into that cash uh, that we've saved in that emergency fund and pay for whatever it is in cash, not go into debt uh, and continue our um, you know, push towards long-term financial freedom. And then we start investing in the third part of the financial action plan. We start putting money away into employer-sponsored retirement accounts if we have a match and only if we have a match. And most employer-sponsored retirement accounts offer some type of match. And so I told you before, you need to be taking advantage of that match. And that's the first place that I can say this is where you can start, right? This is a great place to start when it comes to starting quote-unquote small with the money that you make. Okay, this is where you can start investing and start investing in smaller amounts. So let's just say, right, let's say you're right out of college and let's say you make, 
uh, $50,000 a year, you're right out of school, whatever it may be, you get a job, you're making $50,000 a year, okay? Not a bad job, that's, that's perfectly fine making $50,000 a year. And let's say your employer offers a 401k with a 4% match. Well, if you go ahead and break that down, right, 4% of 50,000 is $2,000 a year, right? Which sounds kind of daunting, uh, but let's break that down to, you know, if you're getting paid twice a month, what that actually looks like. Well, uh, if you break that all the way down, that turns into uh, about $83.33 per paycheck uh, that you would put away and invest. And when you think about it, uh, that is not a huge amount of money, right? We, we spend $83 on lesser things than our long-term financial future, uh, but we can start putting mon money away in that amount and getting it matched. So not only when we put in that you know, $83, is that what's going to be in our account? Uh, we are getting matched, right? We're getting matched another $83 by our employer to where we'll have $166.66 per paycheck uh, that is being invested for us for our long-term financial future. And so uh, that is a great place to start. And it's a great place where you can build up that free money. And that's why I put that in that part of the financial action plan. Uh, because once we're you know, to that part, we kind of know where our money's going. We have a little money set aside and we can actually start uh, you know, flexing that muscle of investing uh, in that particular place and doing it in smaller amounts. And so, like I said, this is a great place to start. If you can start by taking your employer match uh, then that you know can really start to build up assets for you uh, and you can see things grow rather quickly because of the money that they are putting in for you to go along with your own contributions. Now again, if you know let's say you don't make fifty thousand dollars a year, uh, let's say your expenses are actually you know kind of high. Well, obviously we can always work on the budget. We can always work on our expenses, right? And then maybe we can only bring our expenses down so far. And then maybe we look at our income and say, hey, I, I don't make enough money. I need to change career paths. I need to do something different. I need to work more. I need to, whatever it may be, right? To bring in more income for the time being. You have to figure out what that is that you need to do and get to working towards that thing. Because if our budget's so tight, right? Let's say you're not spending money on much. There are a lot of people who don't spend money in exorbitant amounts. Uh, that are living paycheck to paycheck just because their incomes aren't very high. So uh, you need to find ways to monetize your skills. You need to find ways uh, in order to get more income coming in. Uh, and then once you can get more income coming in, then we can you know, portion some of that income into the investing portion of what we do. Now we work our way into the fourth and fifth parts of the financial action plan. And those are paying off all of your consumer debt in the fourth part. And then the fifth part, building up your emergency fund to four to six months worth of expenses. And in doing these things, right, these can help you to find money to invest. For those of you who think, hey, I don't have money to be investing, uh, then these steps can help you to find that money. Why? Because if you get out of debt, we've talked many a times about how debt is a strain on your cash flow, right? The more debt you have, the more cash flow you have that is going out of the door into the hands of banks and lenders and car companies and you know your, your mortgage, all these different uh, places, your money is going out the door consistently. And if your money's going out the door, then you can't keep it and invest it, right? And so if we can pay off all our consumer debt other than our home, uh, then we can get into a place where, hey, now we actually have a little bit of margin in our budget. We actually have a little bit of money that we can go about uh, investing for our future. So that's absolutely huge. And then why is the emergency fund portion huge? Well, the emergency fund portion is huge uh, because if anything is to occur, 
right? Then it doesn't have to put a damper on your ability to invest, right? You can have some money already set aside and it's not going to leave you poor, right? You setting that money aside is not going to leave you poor if you want to go invest money. If you want to invest money uh, and really, you know, use that part of your budget, that, that leftover cash flow from the debt that you had to start investing, that's perfectly, that's a great idea. Uh, but you need some money setting aside in case something is to occur. That way we're not going into debt and that way we're not having to stop uh, are investing in order to take care of any emergencies that come along, even though that may be possible if the emergency is large enough. Uh, hopefully the emergencies that we come across aren't that large and we can take care of them uh, in short order with the money that we save. And so th these are just some simple ways, right, that we can go about finding the money to invest and finding uh, at least some small portions of money, uh, no matter where you're at in order to invest. And so um, then, of course, you get to the sixth part of the financial action plan, and that's where we want you to invest at least 15% of your income for your financial future. We want you to be investing that money, growing that money for the future. Now, what if you say, well, Dylan, I am not comfortable uh, putting 15% of my income into uh, investments. I don't know enough about it. I don't, um, you know, it, it kind of scares me. I, I don't want to put that money, much money away. Well, let me tell you this. First of all, you're going to have to invest money for your future in some way, shape, or form. I don't care if it's rental real estate where you can reinvest your rents into new properties. Uh, I don't care if it's mutual funds or, or stocks or bonds. I, I don't care. Whatever it is needs to be making an adequate rate of return and it needs to be compounding for your future over time. And when I say an adequate rate of return, I'm talking, you know, eight plus percent over the long term, right? That's what we can expect based on uh, what the stock market has earned, what the real estate market has earned over time. We can expect that over the long term, those type of returns should be available to us and we need to be taking advantage of them in order to build up assets for ourselves over the long term, especially uh, if we don't put a ton of money away, especially uh, if we don't have a ton of money to invest, then we need to make sure that the money that we are investing uh, is compounding for us at a high enough rate that it will get us to a place where we can be relatively comfortable in the back end of our careers or into retirement. And so uh, let's say you get to that point and you don't want to put away 15%. Well, what can you do? Well, I, I've already said once, right? You can put money into your employer-sponsored retirement account if you have one up to the match. And typically the match is not going to get you close to 15%. Most matches are four, five, six percent matches. And you may have one that's greater than that. Uh, and But putting money away up to that match, like I say in the financial action plan, is so big because you can get that free money and you can see your money grow and compound at an even higher rate because you're getting 100% rate of returns immediately uh, from your company. And so that's a great way uh, that you can go about starting small. Now, let's say that you don't have that available to you or uh, even that is a little bit daunting. You want a little more control. Well, let's say that we can just start doing some really simple things right? And start putting away little simple amounts of money for our future. So let's talk about some of the ways that we can do that. So first off, what we can do uh, is we can set up an investment account somehow uh, to where we are systematically putting in small amounts of money. And when I say small amounts of money, I'm talking, let's say you can put away, you know, $20 a week, right? $20 a week, better than nothing. Uh, but where you can systematically put away money uh, in smaller amounts that doesn't seem so daunting to you. And you can do this in many, many ways, but one of the most efficient, especially when you don't have anything invested, uh, are some of the uh, robo-advisor apps, right? Things like uh, Acorns or Stash um, or Betterment, things like this, they will allow you uh, to invest in these uh, predetermined portfolios that actually hold pretty good index funds and things of the like. 
uh, that you can you know, just feed small amounts of money in, buy partial shares in, uh, and allow yourself uh, to build up at least a small nest egg within that uh, with those you know, contributions that are uh, pretty standard and pretty uh, systematic in your life. And maybe that uh, will allow you to see that you know, building your money up and investing in that way can actually be useful. And so that's something that you can do with really, really small amounts of money. I mean, to just put away $20 a week in the way that I just said, uh, if you were to do that over a 40-year period and make the prevailing market returns over the long term of around 10%, uh, then something that simple, something that small can get you to where you can have over half a million dollars saved for retirement or for your future or whatever. It, it would come out to about $555,243.81. And that is a crazy amount of money to be had by just putting away $20 a week. $20 a week is a very simple amount of money that you can put away uh, and actually build something that is worth having. Now, is $555,000 going to be sufficient uh, to pay for all your needs in the future? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but in most cases, that is not a ton of money to be able to live off of. Because let's just say uh, that you need you know, $50,000 off of that every year. Uh, well, if it doesn't grow any, that's you know 11 years that you can pull money off of that account, which 11 years is not going to be enough in retirement. But if you need to make the amount of money that will sustain that amount of income every single month, uh, you're going to have to make higher rates of return than you might be willing to try to make in retirement. But regardless, having half a million dollars is far better than having no money, right? It's far better than having nothing and not doing anything, right? And that's the problem that, that's really at hand here is that too many small investors say, I don't know or uh, I don't think I have enough money in order to be able to do this, and so I'm just gonna do nothing. And that's the absolute wrong approach. You must be doing something. Do something uh, towards your long-term future, and you will be surprised what it can turn into, right? You just have to be consistent, right? And that's assuming, that assumption that I make is that you're doing $20 a week forever, right? You're doing $20 a week until uh, you, know, you retire. Well, $20 a week is not that much. That's assuming that you're only making the, the same amount of money, that you can only put away $20 a week into some type of retirement account or you know, an Acorns account or whatever it is you're putting money away into. Uh, but that's not realistic. What's realistic is your income will likely go up over time. Uh, what's realistic is once your debts are paid off and eventually your home is paid off, uh, then you will be able to uh, invest more and more over time. And so this static example is a baseline case, right? This static example is saying, you know, if it's it's absolute worst, right? If you can, you know, invest, you know, this is 80 to $100 a month, depending on the month. I mean, you can end up with over half a million dollars. And that is very, very substantial and can show you that starting small can still do a lot for you. Now, let's say that even something like this, um, you know, maybe that's a little too small for you. Maybe that's a little less than what you are willing to do. Uh, well, what I would suggest and what I would hope that many people can do uh, is open up a Roth IRA for themselves and be able to systematically put, you know, $150, $200, $300 a month uh, into that over the long term and really build that amount of money up because that is going to be some substantial wealth to be able to live off of. Even $200, $300 a month is going to easily put you over the million dollar mark if you're making the same kind of rates of return that has, have historically been available in the stock market. And so if you can just do something as simple as that, uh, then you can really go a long way. And again, the assumptions of these estimates that I'm running and these estimates that I'm giving you uh, are based on the fact that you never increase your contributions. And they're based on the fact that 
your income doesn't change over time and so you don't invest more over time and they're based on the fact that you aren't getting an employer match right they're based on these static assumptions of which are just not realistic over time if you're constantly making progress then things are likely going to turn out better than you estimate that they will uh, when you're looking 30 40 years into the future now you also may say well well dylan this is all fine this is all good you know i can put away small amounts of money into accounts but where can i do it how can i do it what, how does this work right now i i'll just tell you specifically uh what i have done in the past uh how i got started investing and uh, it is actually really simplistic and the way that you can look at this is you know hey do it this way uh, and you can be financially successful uh, but it's absolutely extremely uh, simple but that doesn't mean that it's wrong simple can be good when we're investing actually simple is typically better when you're investing for the long term so what you can do uh, is go online and find some investment broker right some brokerage house like vanguard fidelity charles schwab uh, you know any number of these brokerage houses td ameritrade whatever it may be right and just go in and open uh, a roth ira if you can right obviously i'm talking to people who should have uh, their income below the income limits to invest in Roth IRAs because uh, if you make more money than the income limits to a Roth IRA you shouldn't be worrying about starting small you have enough money to start relatively big right uh, but if you can go start a Roth IRA go and do so right and then systematically put money into it and you can have it invested I had uh, my money invested and still in large part do uh, invest in large portion to index funds right invest in s p 500 index funds and things of the like those types of things can grow over the long term now is that suitable for everybody is that what everybody needs for their long-term uh, investing needs absolutely not uh, but i'm just telling you that over the long term it can be uh, beneficial it can be uh, what will be best for you know growing your money in a simple way over the long term warren buffett talks all the time about not betting against america the the berkshire hathaway letter to shareholders for 2021 just came out this past weekend and uh, warren talked about owning america and why america works and why owning america's largest companies uh, can allow you to make really good returns over time and much of what he's going to leave to his children or leave in these charitable trusts that he set up uh, is going to be left in s p 500 index fund because over time uh, it is one of the most uh, consistent and one of the best bets when it comes to investing your money so you can put money in things like that uh, and be able to build wealth over the long term and then as you progress maybe you find a financial advisor you can uh, you know start to to be a little more um, not advanced because again advanced doesn't mean better returns uh, but you can diversify some more you can uh, you know build up some wealth and some things that are going to allow you to have a little less correlation among your assets um, allow you maybe to to have a little less volatility here or there and uh, you know have stuff that is suitable for you that you're investing in that you absolutely understand uh, and again you need to do research right uh, i know this may not be extremely interesting to you but to do research and to understand what you're invested in at least in a simple way uh, can be useful and i just wanted you to know that that's how i started i started with roth ira doing it you know smaller amounts right i, I think when I started doing a Roth IRA and investing in it, we were putting like $150 a month into the Roth IRA, right? If you can do that, that can be absolutely huge for you uh, years down the road, right? So starting a Roth IRA, starting with small amounts, starting with a simple diversified index fund of some type uh, and being able to ride that 
uh, into the future. And then if you can learn more and do it yourself from there, then absolutely do so. If you need the help of a low-cost financial advisor that you know is going to teach you, uh, then that can be a good way to go too. Uh, but obviously, we don't want to run to financial advisors too early, especially when we don't know a whole lot about what's going on with investing, especially when uh, we are more vulnerable to be taken advantage of. We need to be able to learn. Uh, we need to be able to put small amounts away uh, over time. And um, you know, in doing so, we will build up substantial assets to where if we want that type of help, then we can actually go out and get it. But let me just give you uh, these few bullet points as to how you should think about uh, starting small with your investing, okay? First and foremost, you have to find money, right? Whether it be making more income, paying off your debts, uh, you know, getting some bills out of the way that don't need to be there, you know, cutting your expenses in that way, whatever it needs to be, we need to make sure that we can keep more of our income and we can find money to invest. Uh, and maybe that means just putting away small amounts over time. That is perfectly fine. Start small and automate it, right? So that's something I haven't said to this point in this episode, but it's something you should absolutely do. When you're starting small, automate it in some way. When I was talking about using robo-advisors and, and these, these apps that will automatically invest uh, small portions for you, uh, that is doing it in an automated way. I want you to systematically be putting money away. Set it to that $20 a week or set it uh, to that $150 a month or $300 a month or hopefully more, right? Uh, and set it and let it continue to go. So you don't have to make those decisions month after month. So it's just like a bill to you and you know that that is what is going to happen. Third, consider retirement accounts, consider Roth IRAs, uh, consider being able to take advantage of the tax-free treatment because over time, if we can build up a big nest egg that has zero taxes on it, that'll be far more beneficial to us, especially uh, if we were investing small amounts of money and maybe don't get to a huge nest egg. Uh, all of that nest egg being tax-free can be absolutely huge because uh, you know if you build an equivalent nest egg that is taxable, uh, that's probably not going to help you out a whole, whole lot. Uh, and so considering retirement and considering uh, doing things in that way is big as well. And then keeping it simple, right? Keeping it simple with your investment options, especially in the beginning, investing in low cost index funds, investing in things um, that are diversified and can allow you to grow your money uh, at least until you can find uh, some better ways to diversify yourself, some better ways uh, to invest your money to, for the future. And, and honestly, there aren't that many better ways uh, than a good you know total market index fund and S&P 500, Russell 2000, these different types of diversified uh, broad market uh, index funds. It's really hard to beat them. And so uh, you can do that your whole life. I do it to this day and that I've been investing for some years now. And so uh, this is something that you can, you know, if you take these things in totality, if you can find ways uh, to get money to invest for your future, uh, then absolutely do so. Look, I know it's hard. I know it is a bit confusing if you've never looked into it before. Uh, continue watching my episodes because I'm trying to help you guys walk through this place. I'm trying to help you walk through this place of if you've never invested before, uh, if you don't know what investing would look like in your life, if nobody around you has ever invested, if you think it, it doesn't look like something that, that people uh, do in your community or people do uh, that are you know your friends, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing it. You should absolutely be doing it. We should all be investing for our long-term future. And for most of us, it's going to require us to start with small amounts. It's going to require us to look to places like our employer-sponsored retirement accounts to try to get uh, a match, some help in there. And it's going to require us to start with smaller amounts that we're systematically saving over time into retirement accounts and things of the like. So uh, I just need you guys to, to be willing to learn 
right? Be willing to start this process of finding money to put away for your future uh, because time is on your side right now if you are young, right? If you're under the age of 30, 35, right? Time is definitely on your side right now. You get over 40, you start pushing towards 45, time is no longer on your side, time is an enemy. So we wanna be able to start as early as possible. And if you start early with small amounts, right, and you can build up over time, then you can build a substantial nest egg over time. But uh, if you start too late, doing small amounts is not going to get you where you want to be. And you're gonna to have to invest more and more, uh, and, and it's gonna be a little more painful in order to do so. So get your financial house in order now, find money to invest now, make it a part of your life at this point, uh, and then as time progresses, uh, you'll be more comfortable with it. You can invest more uh, and you can become somebody who actually builds wealth, who actually has a nest egg that they can pull income off of in retirement and somebody who can retire with dignity uh, and do all the things you've ever wanted to do and actually attain long-term financial freedom. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below if you haven't done so already, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to uh, subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And if you need help building a financial plan that is specific to you and your family's needs, uh, and you need help staying accountable to such a plan, uh, then I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab, and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in tomorrow as I talk about using the triple tax advantage. And there's a specific type of account in which you can use the triple tax advantage. And so we're going to talk about uh, how that can be used and how you can benefit from that uh, given a specific situation in your financial life. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.